I'm Wendy Michelle, personal trainer and nutritionist turned researcher, innovator, and precision wellness specialist. Welcome to Whole, Healthy, and Free. This podcast is all about equipping you with cutting-edge tools and information for accomplishing your health goals and becoming your best version of you. I have collectively spent over 20 years behind the scenes in clinical healthcare, in food and supplement manufacturing, in alternative medicine, and fitness marketing. What I've seen behind closed doors and experienced in real life has provided me with an education no formal textbook would dare to write about. From it all, I learned that health is much easier than it has been presented to be. People are capable of way more than they realize. And the majority of what masquerades as healthy is commonly what actually contributes to illness. I break it all down and bring it all to light for the sole purpose of giving you your power back so you can reclaim your health to live whole, healthy, and free. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Whole, Healthy, and Free. Today we will be ending the stigma around a particular type of product that has been associated with uncomfortable mentions, bad jokes, and truly terrible nicknames. It is way past time to have a real conversation about this, and I'm actually shocked that this is not something everyone knows about, not to mention the fact that it's been going on for so long. So if you are female of any age, or love one, or know of one, this episode is important to listen to and share. On my show today, I have Gabe and Noel, who are collectively the masterminds behind Lady Box Boutique, a 100% certified organic feminine care company that provides products and education to women and girls searching for the safest and most effective product for their bodies. They are passionate about being a resource for correct information. As you know, I'm also passionate about that. And they're supporters of empowering women and girls. Their products are made with 100% certified organic cotton without any chemicals or fillers or fragrances. As the parents of four daughters, they understood the importance of teaching them how to be healthy and how to care for their bodies during their periods. They did not feel like the ingredients that were in feminine care products were the highest quality, even when they were organic. So they knew they had to do something about it. They promised themselves that they would not only give their girls, but every woman, the safest and most effective products that they could find. And that's when the manufacturing process began for this made-by-women-for-women company who like their product the way they like their people, (laughs) non-toxic. That line was just too good. I had to make sure to add that in. Gabe, Noel, thank you so much for taking the time today to join me. Thanks for having us. So fun to be here. I covered a little bit of the primary inspiration and mission for this brand in the intro, but I'm really curious about a story around the original light bulb moment. Was there a moment or did the realization of what feminine care products offer now being a problem, did that just kind of evolve over time as your girls grew? Take it away, Gabe. No, again, Noelle kind of was, well, our girls, girls were the inspiration. Was there a moment in, in, in time in which maybe you were, was it the first daughter or some daughters, you know, down the road or how did that kind of evolve? There we go. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, technology is not my strength. <laughs> That's all right. Go for it. <laughs> well, again, it's it's mostly again. Noelle and I talked about it for a long, long time before we even rolled into this. But our girls were part of the inspiration and seeing the need in the market to really bring you know our our to really bring the highest level, the cleanest organic product is is kind of our passion and what we did because we wouldn't want our girls, let alone our friends' girls or anybody to use the regular products that are not organic, that are not clean, that lead to many, many health issues. And that comes down to education and that's kind of kind of where we're going with our company. But also I think like our girls, when they first start out and they first start their period, it's uncomfortable and they're not sure what to use, where to grab it, what's better than the other. And we found that we needed to kind, if we wanted to get them to use really high quality products, we needed to probably go out on a limb here and start a organic feminine tampon and pad company <laughs> with <laughs> with a beautiful box and motivational words and things that attracted them to it so that they would be more inclined to grab it mm -hmm. and not grab the um, other brands and things that we just knew that weren't great for them. And so, yeah, I mean, that was maybe a little crazy, but that's then evolved into us learning so much more about really what's in feminine care products and how women respond to certain types of products and what they gravitate to. And that has kind of led us to where we're going with our company. Yeah. I, it, I just think there's, there's so much to unpack even just in that just initial input. I, I, I actually love to start with the, the toxins that are commonly found in a standard feminine product. I, I think a lot of people still do not know this. They're, they have learned about food. They're, you know, a little bit more into understanding about, you know, pharmaceuticals, but this is an area that is not talked about near enough. So can you share what toxins are commonly found in, in the feminine products that are on the market today? Well, and, and, you know, luckily most products really have gotten rid of a lot of these toxins. But again, if they're not organic, there's a reason. And, you know, we've got dioxins, you've got pesticides that can still be on the cotton, which is just crazy to think about that that could still be on the cotton. And then, you know, our women are putting it in their bodies. The plastic, I mean, the type of plastic that that the applicators made of could really bring, you know, bring major issues to a woman's body and the coating, you know, you assume that there's not a, a you know, this is, this is kind of what blew me away when we started looking at, at the competitors, they'll coat the tampons and, you know, even the pads to, you know, with chemicals to make them more effective in absorbing the blood. And those chemicals react to with the woman's body to where the next thing you know, we've got major health issues, hormone issues, endocrine issues. And, you know, kind of the, the thing that one of the things that I'm kind of bouncing all around here, but the fragrance issue, if you are using products that have, you know, like a perfume or a fragrance to them to help out the product, mm -hmm. that's a major no, no. That is that is the easiest way to tell if you don't have, you know, that you're not using an organic product. 
Uh, and why is so the the hormone issues and the endocrine issues? I definitely get that, especially just from mm-hmm. being in the food industry. I mean, this is one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about packaging and you know what hot food is is put into in order to bring it down to temp and so on. So those things yep. I definitely get. The fragrance is not something that I've heard much about. Can you expand a bit on that as far as um, just by adding fragrance that obviously disqualifies it from being organic? And, and if it is fragranced, what kind of issues can that cause for the female? Well, again, it's the fragrance is just that. It's, it's to help with, say, in my mind, it's, it's just there to help when there's heavy bleeding and it's, and it's going to kick off the fragrance. Mm-hmm. To kind of give the consumer a peace of mind that that it's helping them out, but again, the chemicals that lead, you know, that are that are part of that fragrance lead to cancers, the endocrine, allergies, which is which makes perfect sense because that part of the body just absorbs everything so efficiently, and it it just leads to major major health issues, and and it's just an assumption because you're you're assuming that that these companies have your best intentions right right out of the gate and they're just doing it to make it a better product and really not worrying about the health issues of it you know that can happen over 10 20 years of use mm-hmm. well i think it's women were taught okay use scented everything and it's so mm-hmm. good for you because you're gonna smell so amazing and it's gonna make you feel confident and so good and Honestly, what it's doing is causing irritation. It's causing burning. It's causing yeast infections and um, just all these interruptions with the pH levels of your body. And it's not good. And we still continue to do it. Why? Because we just, it's the stigma. It's the stigma that we need it because it'll make us smell so good and make us feel so confident. And really, that's not true. Gabe, and you and I talked about this before. Remember, we, you did a blog on this once about, um, well, I mean, we're talking about vaginas here, people. Let's get real. Okay. We, we, that's, what we're, that's what we're here for. Gabe, do you remember the blog that you did about um, fragrances and the body smells and all of yeah. those things, right? And, and there's so many misconceptions that are kind of surrounded by it. And there's this, we we feel like, well, we've been sold this idea that we have to have everything scented and smell really good because that's really going to make a difference. And really, it causes so many more problems mm-hmm. and it really disrupts the body's normal bacteria and it makes it worse. It makes the scent worse. And also, I so much worse. it really does. Yeah. And I feel and it, like and that's also shame. You know, that's it's it's just bringing totally. more shame to the conversation around this where it's like, yeah. also, OK, so here's this new thing that you're going to experience. You're going to bleed once a month as if that's not already somewhat mortifying for a girl to experience the first <laughs> time. But also, it's probably going to smell. So don't worry. This one has a special floral fragrance to it. You know, so there's like, it's just shame layered on shame, layered on shame around a topic that is absolutely so natural. And as far as I'm concerned, one of the most powerful components of being a woman. It is, it is absolutely the most natural thing any human goes through. And that's part of kind of breaking the stigma down because women over the, you know, over hundreds and hundreds of years have been shamed when it is their period time. Mm-hmm. by you know mostly men mm-hmm. because they, they they don't understand it so this just compounds the problem 
and created that stigma, created the shame that goes along with having a period, which, you know, really in, in my mind should not even exist. It yeah, is but also a natural thing to happen. Yes. Is it inconvenient? I'm sure it is being a woman <laughs> and having that happen, but it shouldn't be a stigma. It shouldn't be an embarrassment. I can see it being a total inconvenience, but but it, nothing to where it is embarrassing or anything like that. Well, think about back in the day when tampons didn't exist, pads didn't exist, um, what women had to do to absorb blood during their periods, mm-hmm. you know, that could be, that's embarrassing, shameful. What, I mean, it keeps them in the home. Um, Gabe, didn't you show me something today where they were cutting flannels and using yeah. them as like an absorbency pad? Just anything, you know, again, that's, that's where the term, you know, on the rag came from was really the mid 1800s. That's where they would use anything that would absorb blood and they would reuse it monthly. And that's, it usually was just kind of a rag that they would, you know, use you know when they were on their period and then you know in the early 1900s that's when you know feminine care products actually started to be produced and that's when you know pads came out you know world war one was a big one to push that forward to where they you know they started to mass produce you know at that point right in that right in that zone of the early 1900s well it's women started asking questions how can we make this a little bit easier for us right Mm -hmm. how can we leave the house how can we live like normal people when something normal is happening to our bodies so they started asking questions and they started figuring out a way to make it better um but circling back to the fragrances in everything that we've been sold are good for our bodies the the reason why we think you know periods equals smell is the bacteria that's coming from the scent um, from those scented things that we're using causing um, problems in your vagina Mm -hmm. and so it's like a contradiction right so it's we think that we're masking it and we're actually creating a bigger problem yeah yeah and that's like similar with even like deodorant and you know people think that like sweat stinks sweat doesn't stink what stinks is the wetness combined with the bacteria that's under your arms. Yes. So getting that yep. back in balance is really the effective way to do deodorant, but that's not what that's not what they do. They instead hide it and then they just like smear a covering over the you know, the the actual glands of your underarm so that you you can't even detoxify. You can't even sweat out. It's just the whole thing is weird. And I find it's so true. My, I, my, my mind is blown that it took to the 1900s for women to start asking questions. Surely had I been born in the 1800s, or 70, I would have been like, why are we doing this? It's just so fascinating at that, you know, to, to think back to that time frame that this was just suddenly the conversation they were having after 1800 years Oh, it's crazy. It's just so crazy. Um, and and also, I want to go back to what you were talking a little bit about, Gabe, um, because I think that this is something that's very awkward for men. And mm-hmm. I noticed in your <laughs> signature on your email that you have the words yep. powerful, beautiful, brilliant, and brave. And I actually feel like um, this is very powerful, that you're involved in this to such an extent that you're a vocal key person in this company 
Because having these conversations with women about women as a man is something that I've actually never encountered. And I think it's awesome that this be, you know, a part of this new conversation is bringing men into it and helping them to not just try to dismiss it and, you know, hold your breath until the three days to five days pass, but to actually be involved and to be understanding and supportive. Is that something that you hope that this brand can also contribute to the society as a whole, a, a better understanding and maybe less awkwardness for, for the men in our lives? If, again, it's, I, I would love it if it just would, if that was part of the point, but it's very tough because when I, you know, when I say that I'm involved in a tampon and pad company, you know, everybody looks at me like I'm crazy. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so funny because it's shocking to have a, you know, to have a male, you know, this involved in, in a company like this. But, you know, again, and, and it's probably me being me, I'm a very kind of open-minded person, but also, you know, with daughters and being that involved in this, it's natural for me to actually, you know, to have those hard conversations. And if men would just check their ego and actually just calm down about it. It's just not that big of a deal. You know, they're, they're not going through it. They don't have to deal with it. I laugh they, at this. <laughs> they will just chill, you know, just chill out. Your daughter's on their period. It doesn't mean, you know, and it, it's a tough one for me because my mind jumps to like very religious families mm-hmm. have major issues with this unless they have conversations all the way down to non-religious, you know, religious families, but just kind of male dominate, you know, I picture male dominated families to where they don't even want to hear about it. They don't want to talk about it. You know, I, you know, this is, this is bouncing around a little bit, but you know, when I first started the company and I had, you know, we had our first shipment of product, I have a single friend that lived next door to me and he came over, but he has nieces and I'm like, hey, you know, here's our product. We just got it. And I handed him an assortment of, of boxes. It wasn't individual product. It wasn't anything. It was box stuff. And he wouldn't put his hands out to grab it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did because oh, I looked man. at him. And I'm like, what is your problem? Like, here, take this. It's totally like the movie where Adam Sandler goes to the grocery store because his daughter's on her period and she needs, you know, like, I need to grab the car, dad, and I need to go because I have something that came up. And he's like, you don't even drive. (laughs) She's like, I'm on my period. And he's like, ah, I don't know what to do. And so he goes to the store and he's trying to buy like pads and tampons. He's not really sure. And he tries to talk to one of the kids down the aisle and they think he's a creep. And then Drew Barrymore comes over and they kind of knew each other. And she's like, what are you buying? And he's like, I don't know. And he goes, okay, like you're buying things that are for someone who has like a much larger house, you know? And like, you know, I like guys don't get it. They don't get it and it's uncomfortable. Is it ever going to be totally normal for um, men to be this comfortable like Gabe? I'm not really sure because I will even say like, I'm probably more uncomfortable than he is which is so funny he'll sit the girls down and say girls it's time to talk about this (laughs) and i'm like oh my gosh i need to read a book about that first i like need to go grab the body parts book like here's the body part this is what's gonna happen and gabe's like oh girls you know let's talk about sex now and i'm like oh my gosh 
I'm not, I'm not prepared for this. So I, I maybe gave special and I'm, we're so lucky to have him, especially when he's surrounded by girls yeah. um, to be this comfortable, but there's so many men that are raising daughters that don't have another female person in the house and they need to be able to have these conversations that Gabe is maybe much more comfortable having, but they need to be able to make their daughters, their women in their lives more comfortable and be able to talk about things that are, you know, have been tabooed in the past. I'm not sure, Wendy, if you've ever had your dad talk to you about periods. My dad never, I couldn't imagine my dad going to the store and buying tampons. I went down to the corner store by myself and picked them up if I needed to, if mom wasn't in town. Um, times are changing. And this is why Ladybox is important to us is these conversations need to be more comfortable. We are seeing that the girls are more comfortable having conversations about periods and period cramps and products than they ever were back when I was younger. Um, and so we want to be able to support them. And Gabe is such a great person to be able to kind of spearhead that mm -hmm. because he is incredibly comfortable with hard conversations. Yeah, I want to, it really is. It sets a standard too for, I, I think that anybody who's, who has an opportunity to, to listen to this podcast, which is why it was important for me to add that at the beginning. If you are a female or you know one, <laughs> you should listen yeah. because the, it's for everybody. This is not the time to turn off the conversation. That's why we're where we're at with this, because really we need men. I'm speaking for myself here. So I'll, I'll at mm -hmm. least say I, I feel like I need men to advocate for the things that are going to help me stay healthy, too. So sometimes yep. if I don't feel like my voice is heard or I'm not being heard to know that there are men who maybe they don't have a period, but they understand the need for for that particular part of who I am to be taken care of, for them to be vocal too. And it's part of the reason why these toxins have been part of feminine products for so long is because yes. even though they haven't been a key person in you know coming out to the public and sharing about their product, they have been the scientists behind the development of these products mm -hmm. up until this point. So yep. men have been doing this all along with this lack of understanding, lack of compassion and dr drying up scripts for commercials that are based yep. on shame and um, and everything needing to be floral and it looks needs to have this kind of appearance. So mm -hmm. I think it's, I and really it's, love that about your company. I love the dynamic of the two of you. Thank you. And, and when he, you know, back to the product, you just kind of hit on it. Isn't it funny how most of like the big brands, you know, their, their colors are fluorescent pink and fluorescent like green and just bright and loud instead of being you know, let's be kind of discreet. Mm -hmm. Let's actually make it look cool to where you can, you know, as a woman, even if you're insecure because you're on your period at that moment, you can grab a box of Ladybox Boutique, you know, products, and you can actually walk through the store and you don't feel embarrassed because really men aren't going to know exactly what it is unless they read the label. Mm -hmm. And it's, and that's kind of our goal with our packaging and everything else to where a dad can go in and get his daughters 
<laughs> product and there it's not going to be bright pink and everybody knows and they can see it fluorescing in his shopping cart from aisles over. <laughs> yeah, until we can get them <laughs> as comfortable as you are with wandering around right. a store with the fluorescent pink and green boxes, we will give yep. them a muted box that's a little bit less eye-catching so that they can shop for their daughters and their wives more discreetly without announcing to everyone what they're going home to. I mean, it's, but I, I, was, I think the products kind of, I think, isn't it funny though, if you look at like Tampax or Kotex or whatever, they're evolving into a more healthy, natural product because they're starting, either women are starting to become part of the companies, which I totally support, mm-hmm. or men are starting to get smarter. Either way, they're they're being forced because we as consumers are more aware of what's going into our bodies. We're more comfortable with conversations we haven't had before and we're asking more questions. And so things are changing. Things are changing. Thank thank goodness. And I really would, would love to ask as far as, um, especially when it comes to like cleaner products, um, you know, being in the manufacturing industry myself, I know that when you're trying to do something better or set a new standard, sometimes it is quite uh, a feat to source the, the ingredients for things. So can you tell me a little bit about what your sourcing process was like to find the right cotton? Yeah, the cotton, the cotton was the most difficult part. But again, we found, we found great growers in Eastern Europe that I felt like brought the highest quality organic cotton. And then we, you know, we went on to the adhesives and the adhesive to date is still something that drives me crazy because to get a, an organic adhesive, it's, it's not going, you know, as you can imagine an organic adhesive for like the pads, you know, we're, we're talking about pads and that adhesive. It's not going to be as strong as the chemical laden adhesive, as you can imagine. So you, it, it's all about making sure that we're, you know, we're bringing a product that that works the way you expect it, but we're always trying to improve. And, and my obviously the adhesive drives me crazy because it's stuck in my brain. Mm. But we'll always try to improve that because that is kind of the trick because it's a balance of. Well, it's not even a balance. We can't, we're not going to put any chemicals that are going to harm you ladies in our products, but we want it to work the way you expect as well. So that's, it's always kind of the balance. And that comes down to our manufacturing process, which was also very fun to figure out. Mm -hmm. And we kind of, we kind of lucked out because we got all of this done, you know, before the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. So we had everything dialed in before all of this nonsense that's happened in the last couple of years. That's so good. And I know that's, I think that that's going to be an ongoing element as far as like import and export. And uh, because you yeah. do sometimes have to go to all parts of the world to find the right, I go to all parts of the world to find the right ingredients. I know um, brands that are, they're really trying to set a new standard, but also, you know, there is a global economy to that, that we can actually utilize in a positive way and really support, you know, fair trade and, and things like that. So it's, it's definitely been a burden to try to keep that, that ball rolling in a way that's effective for everyone that doesn't, you know, minimize the ability to process and so on. But what other obstacles uh, did you guys run into in the process, like during the, during the creation stage, let's say? Wendy, I don't know, how much time do we have? 
Do we have like seven? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, all the certifications, yeah. right, yeah. Gabe? All of talk about all of that. Well, again, you know, we we wanted to make sure we came in hot. You know, FDA approved. You know, certified is key mm-hmm. to operate in the United States. So we got. You know, that one was actually an easier one of all of the obstacles. The um, really importing and waiting for product was the one thing that drove me nuts. Um, it took, it always, you know, just like everything, it takes three times longer than you expect. So it's just kind of the baseline. If someone tells me that it's going to be here, I'm going to add 90 days onto it. Mm-hmm. I think and, you held your breath for like months. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't coming. It's never coming. Oh my gosh. Is it going to get her? Is it held up? Is it held up? In customs, what is happening? Oh my! It was yeah. a bit of a an emotional ride. Yeah. Well. But once it, yeah. Sorry. You know, once ahead. we got Go it, you know, once we got it here, it's it's all about you know some additional hur- hurdles is trying to align the product with great retailers with you know certain you know with specific um, social media influencers that type of thing because it's our product speaks to certain people. And it's and it really is just a fine line of, of getting the right people and the right partners. Yeah, and aligns with kind of our core values of just a healthy lifestyle and yeah. education and, you know, growing awareness and it's baby steps forward because everybody needs to have a product that they can use that is healthy and good for their bodies. And if it starts out with the ones that are more hyper focused on health and wellness than others our goal is that that's where we'll start and then it will grow and become everybody because everybody to some degree cares about their health and and their wellness um it just might not be at the forefront of the focus um for them today but it will be and it's becoming more um prevalent with with so many younger people sooner than you would have expected. And so I think that we just grow it with partners that align with, with us and baby steps. And we, and we make, you know, those touch points and we just grow it from there. Mm. And it, Ladies, I must have PTSD because I, I totally block this out. <laughs> Wendy, the number one hurdle <laughs> that i that i had was the website really our website i got so over my skis with with the original website (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna have this next level custom built website that was just gonna be awesome for our you know you know for our customers come and it'll be super easy to order and everything else and i built this frankenstein Mm-hmm. That just from day one sucked so bad. <laughs> he it was trying so bad. Yes, that was so. The product really wasn't the major hurdle, Wendy. It was the website. <laughs> Go figure. Well, it all matters, you know, because it, that's the consumer experience, and you guys are creating something different. It's an alternative to what has become the norm, but really should have always been the norm. And and so the experience has to be easy because people are still wrapping their minds around the idea of, wait, what? I'm putting things in my body that are toxic to the equivalent of what I put in my mouth. 
because mm-hmm. the one of the, yep. the one areas of your body that is most absorbent is under your tongue, which is why a lot of medicine is delivered that way. Tinctures, herbal tinctures, things like that. Um, sublingual vitamin B12. Those things are so absorbent because of how your mouth is. Well, so is the vagina. So mm-hmm. whatever you're putting in, whatever's on your tampon or on your pad is would be the equivalent of putting it in your mouth and sucking on it for four to six hours. And people yeah. don't and realize that. Wendy, I could have said it better myself because it, you know, depending on which, you know, who is doing the study or, you know, the analysis, I've seen it to where they say, you know, the vagina is 10 to 80 times more absorbent than even the mouth. Mm-hmm. That's why they do hormone therapy for women, you know, ideally through the vagina instead of orally because mm-hmm. it goes straight to the bloodstream right. instead of having to digest and do everything that way. That's why it is so important to use these you know, these clean organic products because it is, you know, anything, anything toxic down there, your body's going to soak it up. Yep. So very, and very quickly. Yep. Yeah. And it does, it delivers it right to the, uh, right to the bloodstream, which is what's, you know, the difference between even taking like an, an oral contraceptive or, you know, when you eat food, you have your digestive system that acts as that first line of defense Mm -hmm. where it'll make sure that it's weeding out any toxins when you're going, you know, sublingual or in, in the vagina, that's also why suppositories are effective. You're bypassing that filtration system. There's, there's nothing, there's no first line of defense for you. It's, it's already in. It's in, it's in your bloodstream. And so whatever that is, it's already there. So I think from the different sourcing issues and the obstacles you experienced in manufacturing and even building the website, I always like to bring that in because this, this all is just more evidence as to how much you care, because these are also all the reasons why somebody else hasn't done this yet. And it's, it's definitely not the easiest startup I've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) i I think it's in in the education piece because you guys do bring that up as well you know on your website you talk about that you are you provide education and that's i've heard from many people in the food and supplement industry well that's something that the consumers aren't going to understand and it costs too much to educate them so we're just going to do the same thing that they understand Mm -hmm. and i'm like well well, now Whoa. I know why we are where we are, because nobody yep. will put in the time and effort it takes to actually educate the consumer and believe that with baby steps, it will yep. eventually work itself out to where not only is it a, a successful company, but you've also changed the lives of however many millions of people. And you've also given them tools for them to teach the next generation. You just can't put a price tag on that, I don't think. No, it's it, and the, whoever says that it's not worth it or that it's it's not, you know, it's that it's not worth doing because they won't understand it. That's that's just way too broad of a of a statement. It, if you're bringing a product to market, we believe that we have to bring the education, even though, you know, let's let's assume that not all of our people are going to dive really deep into why organic is better. You know, all of those things, at least we know a chunk of them will do it. Let's say let's say it's even as low as five to ten percent of our people that really take our education and really, you know, go through it. That's well worth it. Well worth the money and time. You know, we've aligned with a a few important nonprofits that do such great education. And we've learned just ourselves personally because we're on a journey of learning as well. And so and we don't know everything. We know we have 
we are healthy ourselves. We know that um, health and wellness is important to us. We know we have daughters that we want to protect their bodies, and we know that we want to teach them what we, as much as we know, and we want to learn with them. Um, but we've we've aligned with a few great nonprofits, and they have really opened my eyes personally to what period poverty is and what the world looks like here in in America um, when it comes to women and pe- girls and periods. And um, we want to be a part of that help and we want to be able to educate. We want to be able to provide product. We want to be able to do our part to make um, these women and girls healthy and safe um, when it's their time of the month because it's, you know, and it's just ongoing providing- for how, how long of their life. Yep. Just by providing product to, you know, to the, the girls that can't afford it, you know, through these, you know, through the charities, it's such a big deal. Can you imagine again, we had a, we have a friend that was so embarrassed when she was a teenage girl to tell her mom that she had her period, that she went two years with literally using toilet paper. Mm. And that, and this, I'm sure her mom would have bought her tampons and pads, but she just was so embarrassed she, she did that. Think about how many activities she missed. You know, she couldn't, you know, play sport when she was on her period. She couldn't, you know, swim. She couldn't, you know, she probably didn't hang out with her friends while it was going on. That is such common place for all of these girls that don't have the products that they need. Yeah. Well, besides just that, because obviously just being embarrassed to ask for something, you know, yeah. there's, there's shame that needs to be dismantled there. So that means there's also not the support of a mentor or another person in their life that can, that they can trust to, you know, to have those authentic conversations with safely. So to me, there's lots of, Lots of different things going on there that I do not wish for any any girl or woman uh, so long as I'm breathing. <laughs> you know, I yeah. feel like there's well, so much more we can do. So that's another component of your brand that I really love that you, you with each purchase, you guys donate to some of these organizations to help bring, you know, dignity to them and, and comfort to those that, that need it, that don't have access to uh, pads and tampons. Well, you know, Recently, we partnered with Sister Goods, and she is doing such good work here locally in Salt Lake City that, you know, that's one that uh, that we're very, very excited to partner with. She's I doing, love um, her. She's fantastic. Yeah. What she does, I mean, ending period poverty is like at the forefront of our mission. There's like 25 million women that live in poverty, and food stamps don't pay for tampons and pads for these women where do they go what do they do i mean they're reusing things that are unhealthy for their bodies they're 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 missing the the kids are missing school and there's a lot of opportunities and a lot of shaming that goes along with that that's just a tornado effect of not good and so she is we have provided a lot of product but we've been at some we've been at a lot of these um these nonprofit events that we are putting packages together for these women and girls. 
And it is a beautiful experience to be able to give these kids an opportunity and these women an opportunity to have things Mm -hmm. that we take for granted. Mm, I love that. I also noticed on your site, because I want to make sure to add this in as well, and we're just getting close to wrapping up here, but I want to make sure that people know where to go to find more info on it. But you guys do subscriptions, which I love that too, because you make it to where it's customizable so they can get, you know, however many, you know, if it's tampons, you have applicators or non-applicator tampons, you have, you know, multiple different types of pads they can choose from and they can customize their subscription. So that way they don't even have to go to the store. It's just there when they need it. So that's awesome. Um, and uh, is there anything else that you guys wanted to share that people should know um, before before we wrap up? Ooh, Gabe, what, what do you think? Really, we've, we've covered almost everything. It's my, you know, my stressor is that, you know, please, you know, if you, if you haven't used organic products before, it's a must as a, you know, as a woman, young lady, it is a, you know, it's a must. We also, and if you're not using, if you don't want to use the Ladybox Boutique, there are a handful of others that are very, very good out there. Do not, you know, do not go the, the, the other route go organic and do not and just be very aware of your health especially when it comes down to to these type of products we will always try to provide our product at the best prices that we possibly can when you go organic you know there's a massive cost and um that we take on to be able to create and and manufacture a product that that is this safe and effective um but we will try to keep our costs as um good as we can so it will open up an opportunity for people that maybe are thinking about it but think they can't afford it and it's maybe not worth it it's worth it it's worth it for their their bodies and we will try to make it i mean we are right gabe we're we're trying to make it as affordable as we possibly can we have the subscription um that and we we do the best that we can to send um incentives and deals and 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 add-ons to to their orders and so we support you and we want to encourage you to give it a try because it's better for your body, it's better for the world, it's, um, and and that may take time, but we're here, and we're and, here for support and to guide and to su- and do the best we can. And ladies, you know, if if you don't want to subscribe right out of the gate, there's a one-time purchase option, and it and, you know, if you put in an order of twenty-five dollars or more, you're going to get free shipping, and it's and I usually try to get it to you, you know, within three days. That's how quick of a turnaround it is. Yeah, I actually thought so the prices n- were good. I actually good. was like, yes. surpri- I was like, wow, this is this is great. You know, I, I actually was very impressed. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. not easy to do, but that's one of our goals. I mean, in order to be able to offer opportunity and products that are that are better for their bodies and and, and better for the environment, I mean, um, that that is we'll keep costs as low as we can to be able to open up that opportunity for people who maybe wouldn't have given it a try before to, to now consider it. Amazing. This has been one of my favorite conversations. Thank you so much again for your time today. 
and for contributing to the health for for women and girls with a real viable solution. Um, where can people find what, what's the site? I'll put all these things in the show note, but show notes. But where is the best way for people to connect with you? Your web, maybe your website and social media. Yep. Again, you know our Instagram at Ladybox Boutique. Um, website ladyboxboutique.com and if you guys you know have any questions concerns you guys can always email me personally at gabe at ladyboxboutique.com awesome. and then we have a facebook page it's ladybox boutique um where you can chat with us on any of those platforms we always put information up for things that we're doing and events that we'll be um sponsoring and, and being a part of so they can maybe meet up with us or just chat with us about it. And so we're there. We're here to help and to just make this experience for us women a little better. <laughs> I love <laughs> I, I do really appreciate that. And thank you all so much again for your time. I'll make sure to add those details in the show notes for everyone so they can easily just click on it and link right to your brand. Um, thank you all so much for your time today and um, for joining me for this incredibly important information. I will be back next week with more tools and lots more hope. So if you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to Whole, Healthy, and Free. I will be back soon with another edition of the podcast. I invite you to check out my next episode once it becomes available on the Voice America Health and Wellness channel. Until then, stay focused, insist on the truth, and do not quit. You are so much stronger than you realize.